Escape for a Sinking Heart by Pooja Dubey I had limited hours to life. Every day, they would count the activities. If I spoke to a friend for an hour, my quota of living for that day was over. And then, I was supposed to get to work again. If I would watch a movie with my husband, my quota was over again. And then, I had to fight for breath. Moments like picnic, shopping, movies, music, socializing, were things all normal to me. A way to live before I was married. But after marriage, they came with a cost attached. After I would spend a few minutes or hours doing these life-giving activities, my family would make me realize that they had done a huge favor, which I had to return by working harder. If I did shopping, then lots of guests would be called home the next day and I would be put in the kitchen to cook. If I spoke to my friend over phone for long, I would not be allowed to touch it again, at least for the next two days. They would not say it up front, but their eyes would keep penetrating me, giving me shivers if I would not obey. I was living with my husband, Arnab, and his parents, and two kids. My family was full of happiness, but in the eyes of onlookers only. Some photographs playing with my kids was sufficient to convince my friends on my happiness. But inside my heart, I knew that it was not home, but office where I found escape. I was fortunate to have accidentally got my second baby who made it difficult to handle finances with Arnab's earning alone. And then I had to work. The day when my family decided to allow me to work was actually the best day of my married life after giving birth to my kids. My colleagues would explain often that they had a lot of work in office which made them tense and they would be surprised when they see my calm and sane situations. For me, working in office was actually not work but an escape from something called family by people. But my heart knew it was more like a jail when I hardly had freedom to talk. My friends in office would often call me lucky for getting a husband who had no issues on, you know, for anything on my going to office and who was so loving. But who would I tell what was behind the scenes. They only saw my happy face in office, thinking I'm happy, I'm content, satisfied, or I have a wonderful family. But was I? After joining office, I had left taking those mini breaks in the forms of shopping, calls, and movies. Working in office was actually not a hard work for me. And in fact, even for my family, because the actual work would start after I came home. Moment I step home, my two kids, Ananya and Aryan, would come running to me. 
they would miss me every day. I was available to them 24 hours when I was not working. And now I was with them only for a few hours. And even in those few hours, I had to cook, do dusting, wash clothes, clean bed sheets, utensils, and more. It also included time for kids, but that was only one hour in which I would teach them and they would very eagerly listen to everything I had to say. At other times, they would run after me to steal some time to talk. While cooking, they would both sit on either sides of the kitchen platform so they, they can hear me talking. While I was washing clothes, they would keep watching and talking to me. Any time they saw me, I was there and yet not there. It was suffocating. On one side, I just felt like going, escaping all this, running away. But then I thought about kids. Every parent compromises for their kids. I am doing the same thing. I wish I could, I could do something about my life. I wish I had a godmother like Cinderella and my life would change. But after so many years of my marriage, I have realized there is no godfather, there is no godmother. If anything has to happen, it is me who has to do something. A couple of years back, I actually tried something, something I shouldn't have. And I almost died. But then that one little sweet voice of Ananya brought me back and then I realized I was wrong. I couldn't die even if my life is pathetic because I have to take care of my kids. I have to because it was me who decided to bring them on this earth. And now I betray them. I leave them. That would be the first thing I would do to my kids. I am suffering. I am suffering because of my family. But at the same time, I lived a beautiful life when I was a kid. I was unfortunate to lose both my parents right after marriage. And with parents also was gone my internal peace. Was that the reason why everything just went wrong? Arnab wasn't so bad always. Or was he? What went wrong? I don't know. Why I had kids? I don't know. What do I do now? I don't know. I'm earning. Kind of independent. But definitely not enough to be able to take care of kids on my own. I'm trapped. I'm really trapped. And I don't know what to do.
I really don't know what to do. The pages of the diary were pale and in few places there were marks. The diary looked very old and Ishita just wondered what's after this? What would have happened to Mira? She was curious. She had just shifted to this new house and the first thing she got her hands on was an old diary that was just lying around. She had picked it up and started reading. It read like a story, but it was a diary, a torn one. And she had read so much in that diary. And this was the last page of the diary. After that, what had happened? What did she decide to do to change her life? She had no idea. She wished she could know. Did she try to kill herself again? Or did she find someone really like a godfather or godmother who improved her life? Did she take a bold decision to get away from her husband and took responsibility of her kids? Did she leave her kids alone? Or was she unfaithful to die a natural death? Met with an accident? Or did something her husband did to her? What had happened? She was curious. She wanted to understand who she was. She wanted to know her. The more she read about her, the closer she felt. The sinking heart of the person who wrote this diary was now sinking her own heart. And she could not help herself but keep wondering all day what could have happened to this lady? What? She was miserable for sure, but she also had two sweet kids, really sweet. And she loved them. She could not have committed suicide, or did she? Did she really quit? What did she do? Ishita closed her eyes. She knew there was no way she could understand the house she was living in today was closed for past four years. Who would know what had happened in these years? How did people leave the house? As far as the neighbors could remember, the house was almost always empty. There was just one old lady she came to know about who could perhaps know what happened to Mira. And Ishita actually wanted to go and talk to her, ask about Mira. So she decided to go to her house and then talk to her. But before she would go, she would also have to make sure that it was the right time. Right now, 
she had a lot of work to do a lot of essentials to buy i should go to you know shopping first once i get everything settled uh then i'll go to this auntie i don't even remember her name anyways and of course how can i forget uh right rahul was going to come and uh, no 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 please not today she felt like talking to someone but she was talking mostly to herself okay just call rahul and tell him that you cannot meet him today because you're too tired really i do want to discuss that presentation but i'm really tired so yeah i'm going to call him and i'm i'm going to tell him that i'm going to meet him tomorrow and this also gives me an opportunity to go and talk to aunt whatever her name is and i get to know something about meera it just makes me curious i don't know i just want to know about her she decided finally okay i'm not going to call i am just going to drop him a message she wrote a very sweet and short message i am sorry rahul but i feel really tired i don't think today will be the good time so see you tomorrow i'll confirm the timing that's it she sent it rahul singh and then she just lied down on bed her head was spinning thinking about meera still no 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 i can't think about her i have to think about the things that i have to buy oh god oh i have to make the list again i i lost it how could i lose it she got up and she sat on the chair near her table took out a paper from her pad and started writing her list okay what 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 all things i have to get okay cornflakes uh salt sugar potato and the list went on and on and on she had by now around 25 items in her list and she was ready to go end of episode 1